Well, good evening, everyone. I'm David Silvani, your host, and this is Take Two Radio Soaps in Review. And with me today, I have Carolyn, I have Casey, and I'd like to announce our new player to Soaps in Review, Miss Belinda Gates-Turner. Thank you. Glad to be here. Belinda, um, um, why don't you give everyone out there who doesn't already know a little about yourself and how you come to meet with us? Okay. I am I'm a freelance writer. I have been for a decade, and one of the things I do is soaps and television. I Movies and TV are my jam. That's what I do. Uh, currently, I write for The Inquisitor. Um, you can find me there. It's my username there is Belinda G T. That's Belinda with a Y, B E L Y N D A. Um, and I've written for other sites. I adore soaps. That's I, that's what I would do all day if I had a choice, and I do, and that is what I do actually. <laughs> and you came with us on a special. Uh, um, recommendation yes. from from Michael of Soap Opera News, who recommended you for our Wednesday show. Yeah, I had so much fun last night. That was great. <laughs> yes, she is. And from there, Pam offered you to join us today. Yes, I was so excited, and I'm excited to be here and just love talking soap, so can't wait. Okay, and to get everyone started, usually uh, we meet the second and fourth Thursdays of each month, Um, although I'm going to send a request because there's a little note. Casey, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, next on July, on July now, um, I won't be able to do the Thursday show, so I I offered to do it on Tuesdays if everyone Tuesday July 11th is everyone available. Fine with me. It sounds great. Okay, Carolyn. Yeah, sound yeah sounds good. Got it on my calendar. All set. Okay. All right, thanks. All right. Bold and the beautiful. Okay, one word. Hang in there, Carolyn. We'll get to you. Okay. Um, one word, Sheila, take it. Casey. Oh, gosh. Let. First of all, I have been praising Brad Bell for two weeks now. I mean, this man pulled off the biggest soap surprise in nearly a decade. I mean, holy smoke, when I saw her, I paused it for a second because I was like, is that really Sheila Carter? Like, is that is this Kimberlyn Brown in the flesh? And I was just so excited. I'm smiling ear to ear about it still, and I'm rushing home to watch Bold every day. Every day. Yeah, it's, oh gosh, it's my favorite soap right now. I can't get enough of it. And Sheila Carter is my favorite villain in daytime of all time. And 
so happy she's back. She likes to stir the pot. I mean, I just wish somebody like Eric or the police, and I tweeted this out the other day. I was like, shouldn't Eric or the police in L.A. have contacted Lauren by now and said, hey, the woman who stole your baby and tried to kill you on the yacht is alive? (laughs) Uh, uh, Belinda, why don't you take that one? Because you have a little insight. Well, we all have a little insight, so why don't you just give us what the insider told us? Uh, which, which point are we talking about? <laughs> I know we're talking um, about Sheila, but, but, but wh- which inside yeah, scoop? Why didn't Why didn't they tell? Why didn't anyone phone Lauren? Yeah, this is you know Bradley Bell did did an interview and he he kind of made it clear that I from my interpretation of what he said is that Sheila belongs to the Bold and the Beautiful. He's got her mm-hmm. on the year contract. He he spelled out that he has a nice long arc for her, and he, it was kind of funny. He called out Young and the Restless. Um, he he didn't like what they did with Sheila over there. He didn't like the whole she had Michelle Stafford's face. And to me, it was pretty clear that she's not going there. So if she's not going there, Eric need not make that call, you know, to warn Lauren because. Sheila's not going anywhere. Now, at the end of a year, when Sheila goes full-blown villain, as we all know she will, and heads out of town, you know, maybe he should pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, Scott needs a bodyguard. Well, then, you know, I thought they were going to mention it because, you know, and I'm sure we'll tackle this when we get to Wyandar, but uh, Lauren said she's not comfortable with Scott dating Sharon because Sharon stole a baby like Sheila did. So I just, you know, even though Brad Bell is not going to really acknowledge the Genoa City world, I feel like there should be something just to move the story along a little bit quicker and, you know, maybe give us some much-needed excitement on Wyandar. I agree. My jaw kind of dropped when Lauren name-dropped her. Well, she didn't name-drop her, but she... Michael did it for her, but uh, and and I thought maybe that CBS daytime acknowledging it, even though you know she's not. I don't think she's going to be going over there unless that's all part of the big surprise, and mm-hmm. and they're going to share the wealth. And but I, I hope they don't. Honestly, I want Sheila to stay in LA. Yeah, and I feel like you know she's kind of been put to bed on the Young and the Restless. I feel like. You know, I totally agree with you, Belinda. I think it's time to move on from the Lauren Sheila years over at Wyandar and just keep her out and fold. I agree. I mean, didn't she die twice now in Genoa City? I think she yeah, she, she, burned, she burned to a crisp, <laughs> and then and then she was shot with someone else, shot with someone else's face. Isn't that how she died the last time? But mm-hmm. I also like the fact that you know Brad was like, "What happens in Genoa City stays in Genoa City," and she didn't have her own face when she supposedly died over there. So I think that gives them some some creative leeway. Yeah, and I love Sheila said, you know, because somebody kind of brought it up without name dropping, but Sheila said, oh, that was a case of mistaken identity. I laughed so hard. Yeah, in, in like four words, Brad Bell dismissed, just dismissed the Y&R plot out of hand. I loved it. Yes. Okay. 
I think um, I think we got a story going on with Sheila. So why don't we go on um, expecta- expectations for Sally and Thomas? I mean, Sally and Thomas, they're just, the story's been done before. I mean, this was the same story that they did with Thorne and Macy, you know, like a decade ago. So, you know, we have the hotshot Forrester Creations designer come to Spectra, try to make it legitimate. It lasts like a year and a half, and then it falls apart. And, I mean, it's just they're kind of your average soap couple, and, I mean, I'm kind of not feeling it just because we've been down this road so many times before, but, I mean, I'll see where it leads. It's just not the hottest thing attracting me to bold and beautiful. I agree that it's not the hottest thing, but at the same time, any time that Pearson Foday has his shirt off is good time for me watching the soap. Amen to that. Although he has a See, Carolyn, there's a reason to watch Hold and the Beautiful right there. It, he's, he's beautiful. He's a, a big, beautiful farm he's boy. Gorgeous. But they, ha- they have him spray tanned dark. I tweeted today that I thought he might have been using Kim Kardashian's spray tan person because I thought he was weirdly dark. I like them together. Um, and what I really like is that she hasn't, you know, shagged his father. Yeah. Bold, <laughs> Bold has a big problem with with. A, not incest, but incest adjacent, you know, and yeah. so that's nice. It's nice when you're dating someone that your parent hasn't slept with. I well, think. I think that's because it's 30 minutes, and Bold's not, you know, Bold likes longevity in their characters like most of the CBS soaps always have, but it's a little bit, you know, you need to bring on some new people, okay? <laughs> you know, Brooke's been married to every forester man, <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And it's funny because I did write, I I wrote something about Katie and Wyatt because I think that's coming. And and it was funny the number of people that commented back. They were like, ooh, no, she used to be his stepmother. And my answer to them was, have you ever watched Bold and the Beautiful? (laughs) 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 Hello? It's, It's like, really? They are farther apart than anybody else that's dating, you know. So. But in real life, uh, Darren and Heather aren't that much far apart in age. And that's what I kept telling people. They are eight years apart. And they're like, she's old enough to be his mother. And I'm like, no, no, no. But, you know, she is so much thing. closer in age than him, than her and Eric, which people seem to want. You know, why, why do we need to get, you know, why do we need to clutch our pearls at stories in daytime? Honestly, I take daytime soaps with open arms. Now, I'm not saying, you know, let a sister hunt her brother, but I'm saying, you know, there's some leeway. And Bill and Katie aren't married anymore. We've had stepmothers date, you know, their former stepsons, and it's just, it's okay with me. I'm fine with this. I agree, and my my advocacy for them as a couple is that we haven't seen them together before, and everybody's like, oh, put it back with Ivy, and it's like, no, I'm I'm tired of that. You know, yeah. I, I would like to see people who haven't been together before. And like you said, with a smaller cast, like GH has a cast of thousands, Bold doesn't, which is nice. <laughs> but um, I, I like it. I think Katie and Wyatt will be great. He's going dark, and she's finally going to get out of Quinn's way so Sheila can torment Quinn, and I like it. 
one, we've got to get Wyatt a story because I said like two weeks ago, either get this Darren Brooks a story because I love Darren or just write him out. Yeah, because he can't sit around and, and perv on his brother's wife anymore. You know, yeah. they need to leave Steffi and Liam alone for a while and let them be married, let Brooke and Bill be married and move on to other people. You know, that's yeah. my two cents. It is. And speaking of other people, um, my heart is going out for Nicole right now. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I may be on the other end of this, but I am so with her father. Um, he might, he might have, he might be doing it the wrong way, but I think he loves her and he aches for her. And can I? And I just you have to, have to say, let Nicole feel. I, and I do agree that there, you know, there's an issue, and I don't know what they're going to do with it. But his attitude towards Maya today, really, is, you know, he's he's right up against transphobia, bad. And, yeah, he is. And that is a real attitude that some people have, but. He makes me cringe. He makes me cringe yeah, the way he talks to Maya. Yeah, Basically, I did. I he's saying you don't deserve a kid. You know. Well, and the way he, did, he talks, he did to tell her that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like it's just you know, my mom no longer watches Bold, but once in a while she'll catch a glimpse of it. And Nicole and Julius were having one of those conversations where Julius was like, "Okay, let's map out your next move, and you know, you deserve this child." And my mom was like. Well, that's an awfully weird conversation for a dad to be having with his daughter. And I said, I know. <laughs> it's just, mm-hmm. Julius <laughs> belongs nowhere in this. You know, it's like, okay, let Nicole and Maya hash this out. And I would even say do away with Rick and Zinde in this situation for a while. I believe this is sister-to-sister this is, stuff. Do you let know what I did, like, out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I actually did like today in in that little plot is how Zende was going along and he's like defending Maya and he's telling Julius to back off. But then I his, did real, like his real motive came out. He doesn't want Rick's kid. Yeah. <laughs> he Which, was just oh, like God. trying to be like he's, you know, a, trying to be ethical, but he just doesn't want Lizzie. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, know, I'm not a big fan of how they write Sunday. I'm not really. I mean, I, this whole baby thing and how he's very, like, anti-baby, but he wants a baby of his own with Nicole. It's just, he's so disrespectful to, like, Nicole. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, the way, you know, you talk about your skin cringing with Julius. Mine does with Sunday. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy Zenday. I liked him better with, with Sasha giving Nicole angst and then they just like hustled and they just married them off and now they're having a kid five minutes later and they're both, what, 19? Both On the like show, I mean, I know that, yeah. <laughs> I know. Just so. Things happen fast these days, don't they? Yeah, it was just, it was very strange because she was still mad and I just felt like it was forced and then the baby thing is like force, force, force and... Julius makes my skin crawl, but at the same time, I think he represents a voice that we all see is very much alive and well in America. So 
in in that yeah. aspect, it's interesting, but he still makes my skin crawl. He's a great actor. Uh, Oba well, is a great actor, and I know that because he makes my skin crawl. <laughs> well, and I appreciate Brad for finally exploring what millions of Bulls fans have wanted him to explore, and that is today's political climate, and Julius is the person to help us explore that because – you know, some people want it cut and dry in daytime, and I do not. I want that gritty drama. I want all sides to be explored. And, you know, we're rooting for Maya right now, but I think we're also rooting for Julius because we want him to get better and understand that trans people in this country deserve the same rights as everybody else. And so I think it's great that Brad is saying, okay, let's explore today's political climate. I agree because, you know, the, the Maya trans story was, was so big and then it kind of got just normalized and nothing happened, even with the baby mm-hmm. and all. And then this is, I think, provoking conversation because it is interesting because, you know, Nicole, it's heartbreaking. Infertility is heartbreaking. She really wants a kid, and that was horrible news, even though a lot of people said they could see it coming a mile away. You know, I still like it. Yeah. I, I like that it, it's sister versus sister but with such a, a an interesting and very modern twist. I, I, I want to keep watching it, but at the same time, every time they have a scene, I'm like, can y'all finish your conversation quickly and get back to Sheila? Because I just want <laughs> yes. Sheila. Yes, I know. Oh, me too. Give me the summer of Sheila, Brad. Come on. That's what we're watching for. Yep, that's what they're watching. There's a promo out now, I guess. I think he's got a promo out for that now called The Which, Summer of Sheila. You know, speaking of yeah. that promo, I think it's so funny because that promo, he used a flashback in there, and that flashback was of Lauren and Sheila fighting, uh, you know, when Lauren crossed over to L.A., but he's ignoring the Genoa City world of it. So I think that was just so funny. It, it might be. And, I, and there was okay, the, new, have... the, the new footage of uh, Sheila and Brooke facing off. That I saw today. Which I can't so wait for. Oh. That's exciting. Brooke's going to speak a little for Stephanie as well and what Sheila put her through. So, yeah. I think so. I think so too. Okay. Next step Days of Our Lives. Carolyn? Hi. How about some, <laughs> Hi, Belinda. How about some Halo, Hi, Belinda. Carolyn? Hi. <laughs> oh. Who saw the uh, um, Demos uh, putting it in the drinks? Has anyone watched it, it this week? Yet. I didn't oh. watch today because it was preempted. I didn't see today's yet. So you want to catch us up? What will we be seeing today? <laughs> um, okay. And Belinda doesn't watch? I haven't watched in a million years, but as soon as Ron Carlovati's material starts, I'm going to start. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, Victor has handed over the reins to Sonny. Anyone's opinion on that? Um, okay, that makes me nervous. Fairly good move. Yeah, well, I like – see, okay, I'm taking it in the sense of a writer's room – He's handing stuff over to Sonny. Does that mean Victor's going to once again go on the back burner for years upon years and be seen once a month? I mean, 
So from a writer's room perspective, I don't like it. But from a show perspective, I do like it. Well, the interesting thing is uh, Victor left the room. Sonny took the amulet out of his pocket. Oh, so. that damn amulet. <laughs> We're an amulet hell on Days Bar Live. Yeah. <laughs> he picked it so up out of the it. ground. Chad buried it and yeah. took it home. And, yeah. Chad had just uh, given the information that it's buried on the island and everything's fine. Yeah. And yeah. I read, I read today that Danos uh, gets murdered next week. Hmm. Do we know any Don't anything? Who who who's going to be the the killer? No, we don't know that far. Which you know, knowing Dave. Now, okay. First of all, I love Dave. That they shoot so far ahead that murderers probably already been revealed to the cat. So I hope they sign them to like secrecy yeah, and, with- and because frankly I don't want the murderer to be revealed like a month later and we still have a six month murder plot to play out. You know, like I yeah. I want to take this right. It's you know we know that he's going to get murdered, but don't tell us how. Don't tell us who it's going to be. And I think Ron, you know, at GH, when under his tenure, things were kept under wraps. Like, you never knew anything, really. And so I hope he brings that same mentality to Days of Our Lives. And I hope we don't know who that murderer is until the episode plays where it shows us. Yeah, I hope they don't reveal it to us. But does anyone hinder a guess who it could be? Mm. I have my thoughts. I'm going to say who I think it is. Normally, I'm going to say Paul. Okay, yeah. You know what? I'll go with you on that one. Sonny's too obvious. But Paul, I'll go with you because he's been talking about and he's been going crazy on this spot for the past few months that he needs to protect Sonny at all costs. So, yeah, I'll go with you on that one, David. Only because that island man missed. We don't know. We don't know how far it has the system. We don't know if he's going to be completely cured of it. It might shore up, show up in little spurts. We don't know how it goes. Um, I wasn't watching it too closely back then when Peter Blake had it. Um, so I don't have anything to go by. Well, I, if I'm not mistaken, and if I remember from my research, um Jack and Jennifer found the cure for Peter, didn't they? I think. You're asking the wrong person. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was I probably wasn't watching it too closely back then. Um, so I, but I I'm going to have heavily to involved. I'm going to have to defer to Carolyn. No, <laughs> you got me as well. Uh, oh my God, Carolyn! Now you. 
<laughs> Belinda question mark? <laughs> Belinda might have been watching back then. I don't think there's a cure. I don't think there's a cure. I think it comes and goes. It's kind of like malaria. It's going to go fever. You know, it's malaria. It malaria. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think malaria comes and goes unless it's treated. <laughs> but it's a soap opera, so who knows, you know. And, you know, just as an aside, I'm not watching yet, but I will say I love Ron Carlovati from General Hospital so much. And just because Deimos is dying, you know, Ron brings people back from the dead, <laughs> from, like, cold, dead donated organs, corpses, so, you know, <laughs> you never know. You well, never and, know. You know, and, and they he are just bringing back, go ahead, They're bringing Tell back us. a doctor who, Dr. Wolf, they're bringing him back, and he helped, oh, yeah. like, you know, Stefano bring people back from the dead and implant tracking devices in their brain, and he planted a yeah, tracking device in Vivian's Yvonne. you know, so... You know, maybe we are going to have Amos back one day. We could. Well, I just glanced because y'all, you were talking, and I was interested, and I, I googled, and it said that that he's on. He's got, even though he's dying soon, he's got next week, I think, scenes all through the rest of the summer. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm assuming not, you know, in a in his grave or anything, you know, maybe murder flashbacks, but uh, exciting. Oh God. Okay, hold on, Casey, drop. All right, call back, Casey. <laughs> well, while we're talking about the um, the villains, Deimos and um, Gabby, I'm really surprised on social media. Uh, I don't know if any, are you following it, David? Um, um, Gabby's had death threats because of her part. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't see that this week? Oh, oh, no. oh, you're talking about being her bullying threats? Yes, bullying, yes, yeah. Yes, I saw, I did mention, I did see that. Yeah. And uh, with Deimos, I mean, I'm really surprised because I I really like Vincent Nazari. And when I was asked a question about him leaving, everybody said, yeah, that's great, he's leaving. I was surprised. Um, I thought he was really well-liked. Uh, I mean, he's playing an excellent part. But, you know, some people need to realize this is a soap opera, and if he's doing that good a job, he's a good actor. I'm, That's what I'm I always say. The up. more you hate them, the better the actor is. Yes, yes. But uh, Gabby's getting a really yeah. bad, uh, a bad rap as well. Yeah. Not appreciating, not appreciating these excellent, these excellent actors. Well, yeah, maybe they, they'll know, bring I, uh, <laughs> EJ back from the dead. That would. Be well, good. he brought Will back, right? Have. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah and because my understanding is that he was murdered good by a serial killer, and he's coming back. So uh, that's that's Ron, though. That is classic, classic Ron. So that's why I'm actually excited, and I'm going to start watching. <laughs> you, he's he's all over the place, and he's he's great. I, he's one of my favorites. A lot of people at General Hospital really hated him. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. fans got really frustrated, but. 
I did like that you didn't know what he was going to do. He wasn't recycling constantly. So. Right. But um, hey guys, sorry my my phone died. I'm so sorry about that. Um, that's okay. But I'm back on now. Looks like I didn't miss much. So that's good. Yeah. But Carolyn's about to uh, tell us why she's really happy these days about Days of Our Lives. <laughs> why? Remember? <I> <laughs> Yes, someone is coming back. <laughs> Refresh my memory. Doing double duty. Oh, that's Eileen, right? That's Eileen oh, David. My, oh my fave! Oh my fave! Oh, okay. Soon, or I thought it was just a rumor. She is coming back. She's definitely coming back. She confirmed and did an interview. Oh, okay. No, I uh, I loved her. <laughs> but they're not saying, because oh, a lot of people are who. saying they hope she's Susan. You know, oh, so there's been a lot of question of will she play one of her two old roles or a, a new one. Yeah. Well, I follow I follow her on the Housewives, and there was a, an interview, and she said, well, I'm, I'm not going to say yes, and I'm not going to say no, and, you know, I, I if they asked me, I would come back, so. She is, and, and that was it. all Ron. I believe that was Ron doing that got her all on board. Oh, good, good. You know, things, she'll, just seem, things just seem to be getting in the right order at days. You know, Ron released a sneak peek of his first scene. Uh, yep. Do you want to reveal that for us, book. please? Um, so, yeah, so Ron Calabardi will start July 19th. Uh, which is a Wednesday, he released his uh, first scene on his Twitter, and it's between Johnny Tate and the Horton Town Square. And already, I mean, just by reading the description of the beat outline, already it's good. Uh, I mean, it's just days is going to be getting so good, and I can't wait to see what Ron has in store for us. And and I believe that they taped that day. Okay, are you ready, Carolyn? Yeah. This is going to be a big one. When they taped okay. this show, February the 3rd is when they taped the first Yeah, he show. listed the tape uh-huh. date and the air date. That was so funny. They do that. They did that on YNR when Sally started to. Well, they've yeah. uh, done well yeah. to keep it keep it under wraps. So that's good. That's good. That's probably well, now we know how now we know how far in advance. Now we know how far in advance they are. Yep. Which it seems they tape, they if they tape that by, first show, go ahead. It seemed like they slowed down by two months actually, which I'm really happy about that. So they've cut two months. So it seems like they are trying to tape closer to air. However, could this once again get them in in trouble? Because, you know, Days of Our Lives went to that crazy taping schedule to save money. And, (laughs) you know, is NBC going to invest more money in them? Fingers crossed. But I don't know. They saved 13 weeks on overhead. By doing this, yeah, by doing so their schedule, I, the way 
either NBC's going to pour more money into them or gonna it will be a bad move. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But they will be delayed because we have a delay coming up uh, this winter um, because the Winter Olympics is set to go off. So they'll... Oh, good, po- oh, good point. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I bo- Winter Olympics, am I right? Yes, yes. Winter, yeah. 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 So that's two weeks there. And Winter Olympics is what? Usually after... February-ish, am I correct? Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. you know, there's two weeks. There's two weeks there that we're going to lose maybe a little more. So, um, it's fun. And I, I think, um, do you know, I think NBC is um, sort of rooting for Ron. Um, you just heard it on... At the Emmy, at the Emmy red carpet um, with Ken Corday, he just he's just everyone saying that Ron's a lot of fun. Um, he's putting humor back in, um, and he's not going to let it go quite so dark. Well, well that's a plus. When I yeah. interviewed Susan T. Fortes um, a couple months ago, she said he is the best thing to happen to the show in quite a while. Um, she was talking about when she first met Ron, um, when the news came out that he was taking over. And she said right away, he knew who she was. He knew things about her character, Julie, that she had forgotten. So what makes us so great is, one, that, but, two, Ron also, he grew up on soap. That's what makes Ron such a special head writer. Absolutely. It it goes along with the adage, it takes one to no one. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he probably his writing. It sounds like he's he's more he's a fan as well as a writer, which um, yes, he'll take he'll take yeah. their parts and um, make them better and make them a better actor. That's what. It and Sherry's like. already there, already in the in the credits, and she's been. Well, she hasn't taken her new position yet. Her new well, position I, hasn't shown, but. She's in the mix in another place. You know, story hasn't improved in my eyes, but dialogue has improved. The dialogue... Dialogue has improved. Yeah, the dialogue seems way more smart and rolls off the tongue more of the actors. So the dialogue's wonderful. Now let's just get our stories there, too. Yeah, coordinate the two. Get them... Get them. Uh, hopefully, he can uh, he can do that. It's it's very disjointed. There doesn't seem to be a a flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do we have who do we have? We have Sammy and Will returning. 
Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Rolf returning. Um, let me see what else they want to bring back. Um, they got, well, they got Eileen we Davidson. Know, yeah. so we don't yeah, know who. We don't know if, she, yeah, if she's coming back as Kristen. <laughs> we don't know yet. Which I don't think it's going to be Kristen. I think, you know, King Corday, he said he wants to stop bringing people back from the dead, which, of course, now he's coming up with creative ways to get around that. But I don't think it's yeah. going to be Kristen. Because I think if it was going to be Kristen, they definitely would have revealed it to us. Uh, because that wouldn't be the soap shock of the decade, you know. Like, I feel like if it was Kristen, they would have. Well, she did fly out the window, and they never found her body. So. Right. <laughs> you know remember, how to remember. Sometimes on a soap, I can give a little leeway, but come on, she felt like 20 stories. <laughs> <laughs> she could have, <laughs> she'd been hanging from a tree this whole time. <laughs> or maybe they could have, like, Dr. Rolf find her. <laughs> Caught her. Caught <laughs> <laughs> her. <laughs> oh, oh, it's going to be good. I think well, Casey, I think Blink is looking forward to days again. Yeah, Casey could write a good script for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where not even my to do that one. Yeah, yeah. Where has Kristen been? <laughs> where is she? Dead. So. <laughs> 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 We all know, they all know that, Dam- well, the police know that Deimos is the candy man. Yes, that came out. Yep, yesterday. And and he knows that the police knows. I don't know who tipped him off. Do you think it was Rory that tipped him off? Oh, that, yeah, that could be. And that that uh, that storyline starting up again. He's a, he's a good little actor as well. I'm glad to see him back. It's nice to see the. Yeah, I, I like the actor, but I don't think the character was needed. I mean, we're supposed to believe that this whole time, you know, he's still been selling drugs and he's a hot shot drug dealer by now. And I just, I don't know. There's a lot of stories on days that are now coming out of nowhere. Literally, none of these stories make sense right now, and it's all really annoying me. (laughs) Well, they try to to, um, bring in some of the things that are going on in real life, and, you know, there's... Yeah. There's all the drugs and the drama and why can't they catch them and who's doing it and who's behind it all. Um, they could they could have a better storyline, I agree. They're, they're, they've got the right idea, but <laughs> they're not doing it right. They're not, well, we got to give it time. I mean, it's petering itself out slowly. Uh, yeah. And if you want to know who's good with the ratings, you ask Belinda because, my God, you are a clip. Can you tell us anything about 
How Days is doing? Um, yeah, I haven't looked at Days. They um, do you know what? When when we were talking last night about Bold and that we were hoping for a ratings bump from Sheila, I'm gonna pull up the ratings yeah. right now. But uh, I was looking to see when we're gonna find out because she showed up right as a ratings period was ending on a Friday. And so we didn't know she was going to be there. So it was like, bam. And so you didn't know to, to tune in for it. So right. she wouldn't be reflected, but tomorrow the ratings are going to be out um, for, I'm, I'm like waiting with bated breath to see how the ratings do for the actual week. Everybody knew and they knew to tune in for her. Um, but let's see. Days was up a little bit last week. They, yeah, I'm looking uh, at the ratings too, and they were up just a tad. They were up a smidge, and in some cases, in a couple of categories, looks like close to the same or the same as as this time last year. And that's the big, the demographic that's killing most of the other soaps is comparing them to this time last year. You know, Y&R yeah, we, is down over half a million. Uh-huh. And BB yeah. a quarter. GH actually had out of nowhere a bump. Yeah. <laughs> and I love GH, but I was like, where did that come from? Where did those extra twenty five thousand people come from compared to last year? Because typically it's they're down half a million too. So mm-hmm. I maybe I think DVR is accidentally recorded or something. I don't know. You know, it's just we can see now. Because as you look at these ratings from June 5th to the 9th, it says for days, 46000 up for this week, same last year. So I think we can now track what happened and where ratings start to went down. Because, you know, we can pull up what happened around this year last time. And I think we can definitely start to track where days went wrong. And also, just the very fact that it's the same as last year is actually good, or that it's, like, even in the 18 to 34, they're only down 13,000 compared to last year. That's, you know, that's great news, actually, for year over year. Yeah, they're holding holding their own. Sounds like they're holding their own. So that's good. That's a good thing. That's a good Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, I mean, Ron Carlovati may may bump days over GH, you know. I sure that would like be, to have him back. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last that time that would happened. Be, I, think, um, I think it was 2014, wasn't it, the last time that happened? Mm-hmm. Um, there, that days went over? Well, yeah, there has been too. a couple. I mean, in in a couple of times I know where when you dice it down by certain demographics, they'll flip-flop. But, yeah, it's been a while since they were legit – you know, over them. Um, and, and, you know, you have to know that Ron would be doing a happy dance if he flip-flopped <laughs> that and dropped the down. We all um, would. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so thrilled that Jean Passanante is, quote, retiring. I have a feeling about how that conversation went. But um, I just wish she was taking Shelly with her because, me and a million other people are tired of jelly, and I would take Ron back. I would take Bob Guza back. I would take a, an intern, you know, <laughs> over over that well, writing you know, team. With I think Shelly will go about a. I give it literally like three weeks time before Shelly goes, 
because Gene and Shelley, they're BFFs in the head writer's room. And as the world turned, you know what? You can even track it back to another world. When Gene yeah. left, Shelley left. As the world turned, Gene left, Shelley left, young and restless. Gene was fired, Shelley was fired. You know, so I think we're definitely going to see the same thing happen at GH. Well, I I agree. And they've already, I think it was a podcast or an interview with Varney that I was listening to. And he he was talking about getting new blood in and a new writer. And he was talking about not recycling someone who's been through all the soaps, which I was like, yay, how about that? What a great idea. Um, And there's no way. I mean, I think she might get demoted to, you know, I don't know, kind of like Dr. Obrecht got demoted to the file room. They, they may do that to Shelley and tell her to go, like, you know, scan old scripts and put them on microfish um, until she leaves or hits retirement age because, yeah, she is definitely part of the problem. Um, but to give Shelley credit, she does not get online and fight with fans and try to defend oh, obvious plot flaws. <laughs> And telling fans they don't know know. history when she doesn't know history. (laughs) Oh, I know. But Ron did that, too, and I I don't know if that was more of his downfall. Well, I have to defend Ron on this. There's a difference between not knowing character history and choosing to, to tangle with it. You know, like when he resurrected Jake... You know, that was everybody's like, what? You know, mm-hmm. but he knew what he he knew what he was doing, and he explained it in a way that was, you know, kind of ridiculous, but at the same time plausible. But with Gene, like when when they decided, oh, we're going to put Jason on Cassadine Island, and then everybody was like, he wasn't there, and she's like, how do you know? And then they sent video clips showing how they knew. Um, but Ron was more clever about it, you know. It's like if you can give yeah. me a good explanation. I'll go along with you because it is a soap, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I have a a survey, a, a poll that I, I pulled, I I saved to talk to y'all about. Uh, it's you know Sam has something going on on GH, and it was a little a, a little poll, and they were asking what is wrong with Sam, Helena's curse, a physical condition, poisoned or mental illness. And the overwhelming response is mental illness. Yes. <laughs> and, and they have down PPD, et cetera. And it, it's interesting. I think it's a little, for what's going on, somebody was messaging me and saying postpartum psychosis. And I'm like, yeah, but that's like within two weeks of birth. And apparently there's six kinds of postpartum depression, one of which can make you go killing people. Um, I thought that was very interesting I personally voted a physical condition. Like I think something is is medically wrong with her. But most most of the people, you know, seem to think it's some kind of mental thing. What do you guys think? Uh, well, well, I don't. I don't know. You know, Sam had her moment with Olivia, and you know, she her baby almost died when she <laughs> fell over the bridge, but. To me, she's gotten over that now, and I just, you know, if one thing happened to Sam after another after another, then I'd be on board with the story, but I don't, there's not enough story for her that's happened that's really, you know, 
effed Sam up in the brain to make her go this crazy to me. That's why I can't <laughs> get invested in this story. There's, yeah. Like, you know, when Nikki became an alcoholic, she fell off a horse, hurt her back. Victor, he said, oh, I'm done with you for, you know, what was the final time, which we all know that's not true. And, you know, Jack was kind of getting tired of her, too. So, I mean, there's got to be a lot of stuff to happen to you for me to buy a story. And this one, it's like she got over the Olivia stuff. You know, we're done. I agree. And that's why I think if there's something medical wrong with her, it's a hospital show. And they've been talking about doing more hospital stuff. And I'm I'm fine with them. I, I wrote an article suggesting that it's a tumor, but at the same time mocking the plot and suggesting it was Gene Passanante's parting gift to fans <laughs> mess with them because she Gene oh. is a hardcore frizz shipper and Franco apologist. She is, and I love Roger Haworth. I, I like the character of Franco, but there's there's that lingering cloud of, you know, even with the tumor, he traumatized Sam and Jason. And so if they gave her a tumor, and I'm not committing to it, I'm not saying it is, my article was from the premise of if they do this, I think that it's Jean with her middle finger up to fans and, and, and why she would do it if Sam goes off the rails because of the tumor because she has maintained again and again that a tumor doesn't explain what Franco did. And I don't think she's going to go rape anybody, you know, or you know, no, pretend know. pretend rape anyone. Who knows? I mean, I I would pay an extra dollar if she actually did rape Franco while under <laughs> some kind of tumor haze. That would be just great. Under the tumor uh, if, she, in, if she if she sodomized him somehow, but head writer revenge stages on daytime. Like mm-hmm. when yeah. Charles Pratt got ready to leave Wyandar, he was like, okay. I'm going to destroy this show. I'm going to change the Chancellor Mansion, and I'm going to put characters that shouldn't be in scenes with others. And, you know, at days, Dina's in her revenge stages right now. She's like, okay, Ken Corday tried to pull one over on me. Let's bring back Jungle Madness. You know, Ron did did that at GH. He He killed Silas and resurrected Jake on his way out the door. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? I don't really that. blame them because I've heard some stories of people being fired in nasty ways, especially Ron Calavardi. I heard that man was not done away with on the best intentions, and same with Dina. So, you know, I don't blame them, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I don't want to watch crap for six months before you leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that was the thing. Oh. With, I, I do think Ron set up a, a tough situation for the people that came after him, but I think they have failed spectacularly. And it's like if you come in and do a good job, like Ron, I think was doing a good job at GH, and then you know he got crapped on. But Jelly has never done a good job, so I I think that's why I still maintain it's her. I called it a parting gift <laughs> in quotes in my <laughs> column, but I still maintain middle finger. Um, but then some inside, some people with some inside set knowledge said, you know, definitely not a tumor. So I'm cheerleading a tumor um, or at least something plausible. I don't – Sam's been through so much, and she's, you know, she's a little badass in her own right, and, and I don't think she should have PTSD, and it's too late for postpartum. So, And if it, if it is Helena's curse, you know, 
if they try to make curses real, I mean, I know they've done vampires, but I just, it can't be a curse. That's ridiculous. So, but 13% of people said it is. So what do you think Ron could bring to days? What do I think? Are you asking me or them? I'm asking you. Ah. You know, Ron is, he's a creative thinker. He's not a plot recycler. He's not scared to go there if if he thinks it's a good story. He's he's edgy. And, he, you know, you, you spoke about days being dark and you hope for different. But, you know, Ron does dark, but he doesn't do dark for dark's sake. Like, he'll he'll go there and do something outrageous, but then he's got then other storylines going on to balance it out. Right. And, and humor and edge. Humor and edge. Humor and edge. I, I am so jealous that he's over there. And that's why, you know, I, I've tried I've tried to watch Days a few times, and I know part of it is I just I don't know the characters. I haven't watched it since... Two decades, I watched it for a year. When I lived overseas, and it was the only English-language soap on, <laughs> and so I watched it for a year. Um, and it's been a long time since I've watched, but Ron Carlovati is bringing me to the show, and I feel confident I'm not the only one. And ratings, the ratings alone, is what he's going to bring. Carolyn, does that give well, you hope? Sounds, yes. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds good to me. I can't wait. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. And what I, I heard... That... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Finish, finish that thought and then circle back around to me. All right. Um, I did read that... Um, I might have brought this up in a past show, but he is returning the heart of the show and making it... The heart of the show is going to be through John and Marlena... And Steve and Kayla. That's that was in Ron's. That's in one of Ron's wishes. Yeah. Who dropped? Oh no. So yeah, Linda, I totally agree with what you said. I. Gil, you hit it right on the mark of what Ron's going to bring today. I, I think he's going to bring viewers over because a lot of people were, you know, they were upset to see him leave and they really had it with the writing regime at GH. I mean, I, I hope, because I'm a long-term GHer, that them going today's doesn't mean they'll leave GH. I'm hoping they add it to their, you know, their TV repertoire. But um, I'm excited. Hello. I don't know what Hi. happened. My, you my, dropped. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad I got you back. Okay. So I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So you want to reiterate that, Belinda, for Carolyn? Oh, what I was saying was that um, yeah. I I hope because I'm long-term GH and I'm a, I'm a big GH person that. I think fans that miss Ron Carlovati will come to Days. I hope they don't leave General Hospital. I hope they they add to their to their scheduling Repertoire. and you know DVR it and just 
add an extra hour of TV a day to their lives. Yeah, 35 minutes <laughs> without the commercials if you fast forward like I do. Um, I, I hope Ron going over there is a win, you know, and he, he's got me, and I, I think he's going to bring some others. I I hope I hope so. Um, one um, they have to bring Philip back. Uh, in one way, shape, or form. Um, I'd See, like I think to I think that I think with John and Marlena, and I mean it's just been recycled and recycled. We need some new, new, fresh, young ones to you know bring new viewers in. That's that's my feeling there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did something I new. I did a poll. My uh, soap fight did a poll um, on who should be the new day's leading lady, and we did that because you know Ari Zucker is on her way out, and um, yeah. yeah, all that. Nadia so, Bjorkman's on her way Jennifer, out. The options were Jennifer Hope, Maggie, and um, Kate, and Jennifer got the most votes. However, um, I always ask I think, a question after I write an article, and people were, and I said, okay, who do you, you know, people who didn't see the Twitter poll, who do you want to be the new leading lady? And they said they just want Marlena to be the leading lady again. Really? So really, you know, fans were like either Jennifer or Marlena. I think they could do more with uh, with Jennifer. But it's they definitely, do, they and I haven't they, uh, they haven't handed it to Toronto for I think they... <laughs> I'm a huge Missy oh, yeah. Reed fan, so yeah, she's sweet, and I think what they have with her and Eric is good, and I think Ron, I do remember Ron and Greg Vaughn on Twitter, and Ron sent a tweet to him saying. Looking forward to getting to know Eric. So I see think that's another that's another reason for me to to tune in because Greg Vaughn, you know, he is he is top notch eye candy. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I definitely give credit for that. And he's a, he's he an excellent just, actor. They just don't the, the the parts that they give him and the I mean that they have to they do the lines and whatever, but they could do a lot. Well, more I'm hoping I'm hoping that when Nicole leaves, she takes Daniel's ghost with her because Eric, ever <laughs> since he came back, has been, we've been stuck in the Daniel era. And my lord, I despise the character of Daniel with a passion. Of a thousand yeah, times. he's gone. Yeah, Daniel's gone. So you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's see more of Eric and give him uh, a better a better story. Definitely, I think Ron wants yeah. to do that. Well, sounds sounds good. Sounds promising. So, um, on a on a minor point there, I think we learned that. Theo has a lot to learn about love and relationships. <laughs> about women. Yeah, Claire gave him. Yeah, yeah, Claire gave him the uh, the letter. He was already, oh, I think, did. to forgive her. Yeah, forgive her over the sex tape, and then uh, <laughs> she dropped the other bomb that um, let's have, she had. The, she let's she said the love. Sex tape for a moment because <laughs> I've heard. 
people say that they liked that Abe and Hope were the ones to find it because it was so shocking and it was yeah. a great shock about you. Yeah. I thought it was the most disgusting thing from here to Canada. And Hope kept watching it unfold, and they <laughs> finally had to close the laptop. <laughs> like, you know, he turned away right away, and Hope was like, ooh, you know, get the popcorn. She put her glasses on. She hunched forward in her chair. I was like, oh, disgusting. And I can't get, you know, thank God they didn't show, like, a full-on Days of Our Lives love scene. They cut it, you know, as soon as the two laid on the bed. But what the hell were the writers thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe Hope was shocked. She was just so shocked. Now, I I had something. (laughs) I'm not not completely sure, but I think they really made that. I think that tape is real, if you know what I'm saying. I think it was used for something else but they just used that as part of the storyline? No. <laughs> like it was extra no. footage or? Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> like they did it like off on their own time or something. <laughs> not not to be part of it. The, then they just probably used that as like a device for the show. But I for some maybe reason. That, maybe that's. Maybe that's why the ratings went up because uh, they don't they don't have really good uh, they don't have uh, good storylines. You know, all the um, the bedroom scenes on dates. I mean, they're really short on that. And I don't watch many of the other ones, but whenever I turn it on, there's always somebody in bed. <laughs> well, and see, that is great. Over on GH, nobody is getting any. Oh, it's, oh, it's so know. bad. They have the two hottest actors gratuitously jogging shirtless. They've got Ryan <laughs> Pavey and they've got Matt Cohen just occasionally, you know, coming out of the shower or yeah. jogging on the I pier. I think that's why the ratings, yeah, that's why the ratings are going down. Well, then, you know, <laughs> I hope that Days of Our Lives, it's because, in my opinion, nobody – did, I should say did, because, you know, Days has been crap lately, if we're being honest. But nobody did romance like Days of Our Lives. And I hope that wrong brings back that true romance, those true love scenes. You know, Wally Kurt said when um, Justin and Adrian first made love, it took three episodes. They yeah. ate strawberries. <laughs> they talked about their, and yeah, I'm not saying yeah. three episodes, but just something. You know, they ate strawberries, they sat by a warring fire, they talked about yeah. why they love each other so You know, so bring back the romance for the adults, and then those teens have them be hunching every person in face yes, yes, their hands yes. off. <laughs> you get the sexy, hot love scenes with the teens, and you get the romance with the John and Marlenas. Well, the fans were loving uh, Abby, the new Abby and Chad. I mean, they had a couple of hot scenes, which they, yeah. <laughs> after about 10 seconds, they, <laughs> they laughed. I mean, they were just kind of getting into it. And that, those probably, what other scenes? I mean, this with Gabby and, and Chandy. <laughs> that I mean, because good. here's the thing. It is not hot to be watching two 20-somethings who are very attractive, and 20-somethings I'm talking about, Gabby and Chad, it was not 
hot to watch Chad wash her hair because he doesn't get soap in Thomas's eyes. My God. (laughs) And I was ready for hot island sex, and the next thing you know, we cut to the end of the episode. I'm like, ugh. Poor Casey, do you need an iced tea? (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I'm not one to pearl clutch when it comes to my soap operas. And Clinton Kenneth Wood said it best in Soap Opera Digest. She said, I'm not saying do nudity. I'm saying let's just make these things a little hotter. Yes. yes. And to be fair, she hasn't been naked in a while. And I think her love scenes with the brother were better, but her sex scenes are always very good. Who's? Jackie. Jackie. Jackie Wood from Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. Oh. Her, her scenes, it doesn't matter if she's, which Spencer brother or their dad, you know, whatever, whichever Spencer she's doing, she's doing it right. So. <laughs> and I also hope that we get back to the gay characters on Days of Our Lives being able to act like normal couples. You know, I remember when Sonny and Will had sex in the shower, you know, that's normal stuff. And so the yeah. gay characters, you know, and especially when they all laid down on the island together and Sunny and Paul yeah. laid down together, they looked like they were on an I Love Lucy episode sleeping in separate <laughs> beds while the rest of the people on the island were cuddling. Each of them in their single beds across the room. Yes. Yes. So yeah. it's like, let's get people going. My God. I want and you have the the parents will bring that. that. Have. Yeah, I hope yeah, so because yeah. Hope and Rafe have no no chemistry whatsoever. Oh, uh, JJ and what's her name? <laughs> Ron's first mission has got to be to break Rafe and Hope up. I mean, oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I now, think he's going to shake really like... all that up. The gay characters at, at General Hospital haven't been in the same room together since he left. I mean. Yeah, it, they have, but not really. And there's been no no hot gay sex, and there used to be, you know, Ryan Carnes with his shirt off, and they were, you know, and nothing, nothing. So yeah, he'll bring that heat. <laughs> okay, so that's our days of our lives. I had you were going to circle back to me. I had another okay, a, a little. I had another little poll I pulled up, and this loops it back around at the start of the show to Sheila, Matt Hanvey, who's you know universally hilarious. Yeah, no, love um, him. I I adore him, and this wasn't a meme. This was a poll, and he asked um, earlier today, who truly loved Dr. Scott Granger, so senior, not junior. Who truly loved Dr. Scott Granger more? And it was between Lauren and Sheila, and it was. Far and away, Sheila. Sixty-three percent of people, oh, and I just—I I loved that. You, you know, Sheila, Sheila loved him more. Well, yeah. you, Lauren was a little it's a, conniving. That's a crazy love. Oh, that type, yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't say that, but I—that's the only kind of love she has to give. I think. <laughs> only, yeah, yeah. You know, and kind. Eric and Quinn are about to get a taste of that, but um. <laughs> but I, I thought that was really, you know, I thought that was nice that, that that he did that and that so many fans acknowledged, yeah, she did love him, you know, speaking probably would have loved of, him to death. Speaking In of her own Scott, way. Uh, Scott Sr., um, 
what is Peter Barton up to these days? Because I feel like he should drop in as like a ghost cameo. Um, you know, last time I heard anything from Peter Barton, it was when he was on Sunset Beach. But I feel yeah, like he so should drop in as a ghost maybe and visit Lauren or Scotty or... That would be good if he's still in the action. They haven't had a ghost in a while. Yeah, he's he's not. I'm just. I pulled up his IMDb. He hasn't done anything since he left. Yeah, his last thing was a movie role that uh, he played Ter- the character Terry Goldstein in a movie called Repetition in 2005. Yeah, and that was and about the same time he left, and so he's been. Yeah. He's been out of or, or doing yeah, theater like so many like to do, you know, who knows, but but okay, we we ended days. Carolyn, it's up to you if you wanna stay. Um, I'd here. love to stay, but you're you're uh <laughs> you're tantalizing me. I might start watching <laughs> Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> you totally should. It's the best thing on, on my DVR these days, honestly. Oh, I feel you there. Totally agree. Okay. And then I'll be able to give you more input, but it's just on days, these days, and I think it's going to get more exciting with days. Yes, <laughs> might. Okay, well, um, Belinda, nice meeting you. That was That was fun. Nice meeting you. Yeah. And um, so we're going to switch to um, another another day, right, uh, David? Yes. You'll uh, keep keep uh, me posted. Tuesday, July 11th. That's July. only for that week. Okay. And then we'll be back the Thursday there. Sounds good. And everyone have a wonderful weekend, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank and you, let's Carolyn. Keep the, yeah, let's yeah let's keep the soaps alive. Yep. Hi, and you got. Let's follow everybody, each other. Okay. All righty. Night. Bye. Good night, Carolyn. Thank you. Okay. Belinda? Yes. Your best. Ava. Ava and Griffin? A possibility? Wow. Yeah, I I'm cheer I I said this yesterday. I'm I'm cheering Grava hard. Um Matt Matt Cohen's finally going to get a love interest, which means we finally get to see him naked other than taking a shower or jogging and I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Like get appropriately excited. excited about it. <laughs> um of course, you know Ava's a crispy critter right now, so I I, say, I'd, yeah. I I can't. He would slough all her skin off if they tried to get busy in the ICU. So you know, um, there there was also talk that Serena Baldwin is coming back, and that she might be a possible love interest. But I I, I said yesterday, I and I still maintain that bringing Serena back is needless and gratuitous and pointless and dumb when there's a cast of thousands in Port Charles already, and it's overpopulated, and they need to start... They need to do more like with Jax and just start deporting them wholesale. <laughs> sending, them away, sending them away. Um, so I, I was... I like Inga Rademacher, but it was like, bye. 
bon voyage. Um, so if Serena doesn't show up, that's great. And I think Ava and Griffin would be great because she's the worst, he's the best, other than, you know, him falling in bed yeah. with the crafty Canadian. But um, And I think he could make her make her better, you know. She needs redeemed. There's – can I talk about a, a, a sunny spoiler? Because I know we're doing review, but – you can you can um, give something away. Okay. In the in the soap magazines that come out tomorrow, and some of them, you know, you get they get things leak early, but rumor has it, Sunny is really going to get out of the mob this time. Um, mm. And the Jeromes are out of the mob, and you know Julian's got to stay out if he wants to get more of that good lawyer loving and. Ava's a crispy critter, and I think she might get with Griffin, so she can't go back to the mob. And the, Sonny wants to get out because of the stuff that's happening right now, and he, I don't believe he really will, you know. But it would be so interesting and strange for Port Charles not to have a mob factor. So, well, yeah. you know, I don't know. It didn't. We don't know. And you saw My what happened thing. at the end today, that Garvey has followed Sonny to San Juan. Right, and tomorrow he's going to put the gun in her face, and that's the incident that finally gets Sonny to go, you know what, I need to rethink some of my life choices, <laughs> finally. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to want to get out, and then he finds out that it's not the easiest thing. You don't just take your 401K and go when you're a mobster because there's other <laughs> other moving parts, other moving parts. But they could bring someone new this Whoever Garvey's an invented person. There is no past there because I, I did. I went through all the mob families to see, and they he and Jason have killed almost everyone. <laughs> so yeah. it's like there's there's Father Mateo Ruiz. I think is still breathing, and we we all still think ah oh, that really could be you know the other guys pretending to be a priest. But most of the other ones are dead. The Woos. I've been hoping for the Woos yeah. to come. And bring the Asian that's mom. Brad's family, right? That's, that's Brad's, Brad's family. family. And and that's been teased yeah. for a while. And then we saw Mrs. Wu at a meeting of the five families. And then we never saw her again. And there was supposed to be a Wu plot coming. And then that went. And I would I would totally be down for Sonny to try to get out. And then the Wu's or somebody else to come in. And, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I'm really, really tired of Sonny being in every single plot. So, you know, <laughs> that's just me. A lot of people absolutely adore him and want to see him in every plot. I don't. Well, you know, with, first of all, with, you know, my thoughts on this and what you two have discussed, I've been dissecting it in my head. And first with Ava, Mara West is my favorite actress in soaps yeah. of all time. And oh, she's yeah. my favorite actress, period. And I believe, you know, they need to do this thing where they're like, okay, let's ship Ava to Russia for like two months, and let's say there's some miracle miracle cure for burnt skin there, because General <laughs> Hospital cannot afford to lose Mara West. That's just oh gosh, no, the no. That's just the way things are, and so they need to get, you know, take care of that and. Another thing is with Sonny, you know, when is this man going to pay? You know, people talk about Ava paying. I think Ava 
is a saint compared to Sonny. He's the worst. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, two two issues there, and I, I agree with you, is A, Sonny needs to pay, and B, just in terms of plot and stuff, Mara West is, for me, and I'm, people are going to get mad, but I think she's 100 times the actor that Mari Spinard is. Um, and oh, I would agree so, with you there. I mean, and it, it was funny because my husband walks through the room while I'm watching General Hospital, and any time Sonny's on there, he's like, oh, look, he forgot his lines again. <laughs> because you can tell when he does. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and it was funny because he had – Maurice had tweeted something the other day about there's, there's more, more to be done in life than memorizing dialogue. <laughs> and my thought was, unless it's your job – <laughs> you know, yeah. unless it's your job, and then literally, that's what you need to be doing. Because Mara's laying in bed; she's a crispy critter. Half of her body's off. She's under a yellow Home Depot tarp, and she is still acting the crap out of everything and killing it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they need well, to. You're right. Mir- miracle cure. Cassidine. There's something on Cassidine Island. Yeah. Some tube they can put her in for five minutes, and bam, she's yeah. good. And then she could have sex with Griffin. So. Yeah. Maybe there's too bad she <laughs> well, didn't get some of that powder from the chimera. Uh, oh, good. That if I never hear the word chimera for the rest of my life, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst plot. I, I wanted them, I wanted Jake to run down to the writer's room and open it and kill all of them. Uh, <laughs> just... Oh, it was, that's the best thing I've heard in forever. <laughs> I know. I just, but, I, I knew, I knew when they showed they, that that the tube with the LEDs hot glued to it that it was going to suck, um, and it did. <laughs> but I will say that that Friday that the nurses' belt ended, and the chimera was going to be open, and Ava threw the lantern that bursted into flames. That was the best soap Friday I had seen in years. And even though that Camira plot sucks, General Hospital is lucky that, in my opinion, they have the best cast in daytime because that cast was like, look, we know this plot sucks, but we still have to put on a good show. (laughs) No, you are 100% right. They have, have have so much talent on this show that they're they're not utilizing effectively. I mean, those people, you know, Michael Easton is great. Rebecca Hurst is great. Rebecca Buttig is great. They're just, there's very few that aren't great. I mean, even the kids on that show are like 99% great. The problem is in the writing room. Yeah. And I think, and that, that episode had good ratings because people didn't know that the chimera was going to suck. They were all like hoping, 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 secretly hoping it might go off and kill some of the, the cast that there's too many of, you know. But um, right. my only issue with that episode, and I, I love the episode, I love Mara, is why doesn't she have a flashlight app on her phone and who has a kerosene lamp in an art warehouse? Because <laughs> the app on her phone wouldn't have burned her up, you know. Um, and yeah. I, I literally, I was like, why does she have matches and a lantern? <laughs> you know, does, does the outdoor store even sell that anymore? I mean, but I think it's very. She, it was a device. That lantern was something Heather Weber would have used in 1977. 
to Thank find her you. way through the parking lot in the mental hospital. I mean, right, <laughs> or or on Cassadine Island way back with, you know, or or the other island with Luke and Laura when they were, you know, running from Mikos and the weather machine and, oh, we have a landing, yeah. but it's like, who doesn't have a flashlight up? Hello? And and that was a lot of the comments on Twitter. They were like, I, the burn plot is great. Why doesn't she have a flashlight up? And then somebody was saying, well, maybe she panicked, and I'm like, and got mm. a flammable thing instead. <laughs> so, uh, um, I feel like at of, that point, Ada did speak for the fans when she said enough, and she just threw that like, and I was like, yes, enough. <laughs> and, and all of the, and I think there's a handful of people cheering, throw it farther, burn, yeah. burn Sunny <laughs> and Carly to a crisp. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think she's great, and I, I think Sunny needs to suck it, and I don't think she's ever going to go to jail, and I don't think she deserves to, and, you know. The, the you only, don't think she deserves to? No, I or don't. Or you do um, think? I for do Connie? not. Um, well, she's not up for charges for Connie. I mean, so that's that's kind of a moot point because, you know, she had sex with the unlikely serial killer and, you know, he hid the evidence <laughs> and that was another ridiculous plot. You know, the very fact that they started a serial killer plot without picking a killer, it's like, that's going to work out great. Um, but, yeah, I think Paul Hornsby, you know, whatever, that, that tape is gone so she, there's nothing. And they only had her, you know, her confession. Well, so. here's another thing. You know, Ava, she truly did just want to protect Kiki. You know, without Ava switching the pills, Morgan was already a loose cannon. And He had a I shotgun with Kiki at yeah. a cabin mm-hmm. in the woods. And He's I a problem. Loved, you know, I loved when Carly said, no, maybe it was Sunny, but anyways, one of them said, Morgan is just a child, and Ava screamed at the top of her lungs, so what, Kiki was the adult in the relationship, you know? Like, Morgan was not the saint, and yes, it is terrible that Carly and Sunny lost their child. However, they did not lose him to an overdose on sugar pills. They lost him because of Julian, not because of Ava. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, and yeah. I mean, in, live with the bomb, but Julian for ticking his sister off to the point that she wanted to blow him up. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and I know that was all because you know Brian was leaving, and so they they contrived it. But I think in contriving it, they they screwed things things up and screwed screwed you know Ava over with her with her plot line to do that, and uh, you know. And I want Liv back. I want Tanya Walker back. So. Oh yes. I, uh, I. If the other two Jeromes are going to go straight, we need her out of the nut house because she's tied to Valentine. They drop that that little nugget, and then, you know, Hillary B. Smith yeah. went went away back to Pine Valley or whatever, and it was like, what? What is that? Why? And they better pick it back up. That's all yeah, I, I have to like say. Belinda or David, do you guys know? If James Patrick Stewart is coming back, or is he done? No, he's not done. He's already back on set shooting. Oh, great! See, and I yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, not so not 
not next week, but the week after, Nina gets a phone call from him. She's already having second thoughts, like, oh, I abandoned him, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and Spencer wants his legacy back. That's all going on next week. The week after, she gets a phone call. James is back on set, and he was filming brand-new scenes with Nancy Lee Grant. So there's going to be some, you know, half Cassidyne sibling drama going on. Um I don't there there is some kind of scheme for Spencer to try to to get the money back and it would be nice if Valentine wasn't, you know, bottomlessly wealthy which makes life easy and he had to, you know, get a job mm-hmm. or something but but he's back and I love him so much. I loved him on Supernatural as Leviathan when when they said he'd been hired as Valentine. I was like, "Yay." So well, and I even love James as Will Cortland on All My Children. Mm-hmm. So I just I'm so glad he's back. Thanks for telling me that. I oh I'm so excited he's back. And I actually did I an really article don't... about it to tell people he's not gone. Oh, I have to go read that actually. But um, I he went love... he went hiking. He like took a couple of weeks off and he you know <laughs> went hiking because he does mountainous manly things, which is is nice. But uh, he's back. Yeah, he's back. I just hope that they make Valentine do more evil things because you know. When Valentine was originally thought of, he was supposed to be, you know, this was the guy who was supposed to even scare Helena. And I'm right. not getting that vibe, so I really hope we dig into that more because for the past, you know, we got one big event that Valentine did that made him truly evil, and the rest has been him and Michelle Stafford crying more than Ariane Zucker does on Days of Our Lives. So, <laughs> you know, I well, think... We need that evilness to come to the surface. And and you know what? I have I, I agree with you. We need it and I'd like to see it. I don't think it's gonna happen because the we we have heard. I mean, Helena was terrified when Luke came and got her that one time and she was like, Oh, well, you know, and all this but they to me they effectively neutered him in the flashback scenes that they were when they were rewriting history on Cassadine Island when we saw Hunchback Valentine selling her the chimera and <laughs> she said, you know, thank you, whatever and then she said, Valentine in her voice, you know. And he was there and he was all pitiful and, you know, and it was like did she get scared of him later? I, I don't know. Yeah. That that scene bothered me because it, it showed her in a dominant position over him. And so maybe there's an arc and he got his back fixed and got a scoliosis brace and then came back and <laughs> tormented her. You know, I don't know. Um, well, I, mean, I just love James Patrick Stewart and I don't care what he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank God James is in this role because – Valentine, you know, at times the character has been unbearable for me, and at times <laughs> I've wanted to fast forward through scenes, which I never fast forward. I mean, I should get a medal for that, but it's just I want to see more. I want his story to move because before Valentine was arrested, his story was going nowhere. It was almost at a standstill, same dialogue right. every day, just being acted differently. So with James coming back, I want to see new stages for Valentine. I want to see new levels for the character. And let's just get things going a little bit. You know, segueing on, on Valentine, I want to pull in a rumor. Um, there's a rumor that a contract character is going to be killed off. And there's been there's been talk about Rebecca Buttig leaving. There's a whole different rumor that Dominic Zaprania was going to leave. 
Yeah. And if, if, if it was Dom, if, and I like him, I don't want him to go, but I'm just, I'm spitballing. If Dom left, it would be thing because Val- Valentine and Lulu share a child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they never, it's, of course, there was no romance or even physical contact involved. But I have to say, if Dom leaves, that I, I want him and Lulu to get together, even though he killed her brother. Mm. So. And that will that would make um, drama. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for her to be drawn to the guy that killed her brother, you know, it would it would be out there and it would be interesting to me. And you know, it, I'm 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 knitting fan fiction while I'm saying this, but I do like him with Nina. I I, I have been wanting him with Anna. But then it turns out it was Alex that was with him, and you know they're oh, Anna and I. Started on that. <laughs> yeah, oh, pff, please. They they and see. Not only did they disrespect the history of their own show, then they went over and they plucked Alex over and just made her something she's not. And <sighs> but um, Anna and Andre are getting together in early July, so I don't think. He, I think he's going to be with Nina for a while, so we'll see. Hmm. He and Michelle okay. Stafford have great chemistry. I, I do, I do say that. I do think they do. Yeah, they but do. you know, I'm tired of Michelle Stafford being written as Phyllis. You know, <laughs> Nina is just General Hospital's version of Phyllis. I'm like, you know, every time people are like, "Well, how do you explain this?" Okay, Nina was paralyzed. Phyllis has been paralyzed, and. They were paralyzed in almost the same way. They both woke up from comas. They both have mm-hmm. run fashion magazines. They both were baby crazy. I mean, and people are like, oh, okay, well, sometimes that's just, you know, normal soap plot lines. But to happen to the same actress, for her to have the same story she had on one show, you know, it's just stop writing, you know, like Phyllis. Let this character be her own thing. Yeah, I mean, yep. if Valentine pops uh, up with a brother and she gets with the brother, then we know they are definitely yeah. oh, shadow yeah. stalking. Okay. Well, you remember <laughs> Ron brought list. Michelle on. Ron brought Michelle on. Yeah. Yep. And Ron, you know, and that's the other. Certainly, back to Ron. Ron likes to recruit from other shows that he was that he was yep. on, and he likes to steal people. And there's there's a, some scuttlebutt that Michael Easton might go to days, that that Ron may have tempted them. Now, somebody had written incorrectly. Well, well, there a lot of people have been saying that, and I actually did a little article about it because when, when I first saw the rumor, and I said rumor, 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 but that Michael Easton isn't happy, and people have been back and forth, you know, whether or not it's happening, but. Um, it, but one of the people that, that, after I wrote the article, then a bunch of people jumped on it because you know how they do. You write something and 90 other people write it. But somebody yeah. had written that, that Michael and Ron were really good friends, and it's like, no, no. Ron literally <laughs> stabbed Michael's character in the back. He killed him out of the blue. Yeah. He killed Silas, <laughs> bam. Michael was not happy, and then the fans raged, and they brought him back later. You know, mm-hmm. So we've got Dr. Yeah. Lizard Lover. But... um. Not to say that Michael wouldn't go over over there today's, because he might. I mean, he's an actor. It's the business of show business. But yeah. but so as would a, he as, go back? Would he go back as Tanner? 
That's well, what they're saying. And see, and see, that's the other thing. Uh, Thursday, not not today, but a week ago, if you go and look at Michael's Facebook page, he did a Throwback Thursday photo of him from his days as as Tanner. So he oh, did, really? Yeah, yeah. You need to go look at his Facebook page. He he, and he was so baby faced and you know so young and so adorable. But he threw a picture of himself from days out there, and that definitely fueled the fire. And it, you know, and maybe he fueled it for fun, or maybe he was you know dropping a little hint to fans. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. because days shoot so far ahead. I mean, realistically. He's got the leeway to to make a deal to come over there and then you know finish doing whatnot with his you know right. the, the the pregnancy and there's also talk that Rebecca might be leaving General Hospital and if they yeah. if, and and if you know if both of them left they could take their their you know little lizard baby and leave town <laughs> together and you know there's one there's one rumor I just read that that Hayden dies in childbirth yeah that I all that but uh but i don't i don't <laughs> yeah but you're, um, i like you know, i like to read them i like to read them they're fun to oh, read yeah 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 i look at everything a lot of people dislike hayden but from day one i have loved hayden and that may just be because i love rebecca so much but i also love michael so much but i hate every character michael easton has played on general hospital yeah, um, I I do like Hayden, and we were talking yesterday, David, about James DePiva, yeah. and that he yeah. really needs to be Jeff Weber. <laughs> oh yes, he does. Because he hasn't met his kid, he didn't even know about her, and she's pregnant, and I think there's pregnancy complications coming because they had the Blackwood thing, and then they had the drugs, and if they don't do a pregnancy complication, I don't see what the point is of her being pregnant. Frankly, um. I don't want her to fall down the stairs and miscarry, a la every soap plot. Well, Gene, but I do. Gene is very old-fashioned when it comes to soap writing, and he is one of those head writers that still believes that pregnancy in this day and age shakes up a relationship to its core. And she said that in an interview once when she wrote for uh, Young and Restless. Um, mm-hmm. She's very old-fashioned like that. So to Gene uh, Passanante this pregnancy is supposed to really shake up the relationship between Finn and Hayden. I'm like, this is everyday stuff. It, pregnancy is not on a soap what it used to be in 1967. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing tawdry about pregnancy out of, out of the bounds of marriage or anything. They have to do something with it. And, you know, he was, they they had a, they both had a fictional illness and they were taking a fictional drug so you can't even like Google and see oh what might happen, but um, since that promo where Frank pointed to James and James was at the nurses station at the little yeah. hub there at GH I'm like please let him be a doctor, please let him be Jeff, don't let him be somebody there to slough skin off of Ava or. <laughs> You know, right. or, or some, let him be somebody. Or some random thing. Let him be Jeff because Hayden needs to meet her dad. I hope she's mm-hmm. not leaving. I do, mm-hmm. um, because Liz needs another babysitter. That's primary. I think she's going to kill Grams, leaving the kids with her all the time. And so, I, I do think Hayden. You know, <laughs> she didn't do too well last time she babysat, but that's because Spencer was involved, and you know. He's a little, a little yeah, but um, 
he can't deal with townies, you know. Uh, so I, I hope she's not leaving. But well, but I'm okay with Michael leaving. Because <laughs> I got a little nervous when that promo was shown of uh, Jimmy the Piva. And that's because it came to my knowledge, and I didn't even know this until like two weeks ago. But James right. has directed episodes of soap operas before. And I'm wondering if Frank did this as a stunt to boost ratings and we're going to see in the credits, oh, directed by James the Pilot. I don't think that's going to happen, but it could be a possibility. Oh, a, a riot, no. a, a, a digital was, riot would break out. <laughs> he was looking at a script, and, you know, it's, he was honest. It's just all too weird. And he's directed episodes of soap operas before. So hmm. That would okay. be like punching be fans some. in the face. <laughs> And I only came up with that because GH is so desperate right now, and ratings are kind of sinking a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been so many jokes about the shelf life of Jelly, and it's, you know, past its expiration date. I mean, clearly, they got to do something. But I would hope that they would be smart enough to put him in front of the camera and not behind and try. Because that would be punking fans at at a crucial stage when they can't afford to literally lose, like, one. Yeah. Right. So. Because <laughs> let me tell you, ABC, no okay. matter who I have to steal you clear. I have to steal you clear. We don't have much time, so we have to hit Young and the Restless before we go. All right, let's do it. Okay. Graham and Dina. Which, oh. <laughs> Graham Bloodworth. There was a little thing I, I I saw in the spoilers, I think, for Friday, because, you know, Canada gets to watch it a day ahead. I don't know why Mal Young is allowing that right. to continue to happen. He's supposed to have a background in acting. Has anybody yeah, heard he that? Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, Robbie made that. Yeah, Robbie, Robbie yeah. So it's like, so she's with a a bad community theater guy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You know, I was so intrigued by the Cena and Graham story, and now I'm not anymore, because I wanted the rumor of Graham being Ashley's brother to come true, because I think Max Shippey, who plays this Graham character, he's such a good actor. He but is. No, he's in- very good. Yeah, I'm You're not saying he would be in the Graham story anymore. Davis' is done? Well, what there, there was... There was a couple of, of things that options, you know, like he could be Dina's son from someone else. The most ridiculous one was he was somehow Ashley's secret twin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, sure. But then, and yeah. then there was another that he was someone, her her other, some other relationship, that he was her stepson. Eric Garrison's. Yeah. Eric Garrison's. Yeah. Um, and I'm... If he's if they're not going that route, and I don't think they are, I'm I'm upset that she's not sleeping with him. Oh, you know, I know, I, right? I actually tweeted a picture of him in a little sexy gold digger outfit because that's what the plot has turned into, and and I yeah, I, I'm not happy with that. You know, it's too late. It's already they done. I don't teasing. I don't get a vote, but <laughs> I feel like we need to get they're away teasing from us when they brought up his will. Yeah, when they brought up Dean's will. They're teasing us. 
You think? I think they need to get away from the grand mystery and finally reveal that Ashley is not an abbot. Because the only people, and this shocks me to death, the only people that know that Ashley is not an abbot are Victor, and these are people that are like Victor, Jack, and Tracy. Even John died not knowing that Ashley and, wasn't his. And let's reveal and Dina. the truth. Yeah, and Dina, Dina knows. Yeah. Dina, sure. And Dina. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they need, to, they need to pull that out, you know. Hmm. Because I, I was hoping they would do it when Ashley was thinking about having that affair with Stitch because I was like, oh, it'd be so cool if, you know, right now when Ashley and Abby don't like each other to reveal Ashley's not an abbot and Abby tries to steal her shares in Jabot. And so <laughs> we just, we need to reveal that. And it's been, you know, almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. So let's kept reveal secret. the truth. <laughs> yeah, well, even and they- Billy does it now. They need to do it soon because Dina is losing her memory. <laughs> her her brain yeah. has gone slippery. I David and I we we talked about this yesterday that I don't like to to say this out loud about an about older actors, but I do think they might have brought her to Genoa City to die, you know. <laughs> and that's why Gramps trying to get that will signed really fast. <laughs> he knows yeah. he knows things aren't aren't going well and she might forget who he is because she's got, you know, dementia or something. Um yeah, that could actually be a possibility there. Yeah, and I I don't like the idea of that. I it bothers me when they bring on older actors, bring them back just to kill them. But I, at the same I really time, there's hope been that she signs. isn't dying. I really hope she yeah. isn't dying. Yeah, they brought Neil's mom on for two episodes and killed her. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I mean. You know, and 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 they got such a good actress to do it. And it was like, oh, she's so great. She's dead. Um, But do you think Sally would kill off such a legacy character? Because I remember when Lynn Marie Latham decided to kill John, and Sally said in an interview that she begged Lynn not to make that decision. So do you think that Sally would work to kill um, Dina? I don't know. I I don't think so. It sounds terrible, but the groundwork we've seen the clues i mean her her brain there's something wrong and there's mm-hmm. a reason she's back and she's trying to get closure now they may send her to back to paris and leave it a question mark but i feel like they've got easter eggs about her health mm-hmm. you know and you know and, i don't if they do kill dina off i want it done in a very tasteful way I want people yeah. at her hospital bed. I want Ashley to say, I finally forgive you. And Dina can reveal to Abby on their way out that Ashley's not an abbot. So if we yeah. do kill her, do it tastefully. The, the kids are there. Abby's there. You know, Victor can show up. It's fine. You know, whatever. But, but yeah, they, they could do it tastefully. I just feel like that the, the, the way they play oh, yeah. things out, there's not another way to get closure because of the, the yeah. health issues, unless they find out, oh, yeah, she did, we just needed to adjust her blood pressure medicine. She's fine. I don't know. I, I, I don't want her. I don't want her to die. I don't want the character to die off. Oh no, I mean, no. But I, I think they're going there, and I even hate to say it, you know. 
Um, speaking of characters, you, 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 you mentioned Stitch a second ago. Do you notice how they haven't, unless I missed an episode, they haven't explained where he evaporated to? <laughs> he's kind of like Dr. Barton yeah. now. I think he still works at the hospital, but they're not going to show him unless somebody needs a doctor. It's like his son yeah, went evil, got institutionalized, so. and then he just disappeared. You got divorced well, you and disappeared. Know, if, if Dina is going to die, then Stitch can be Dina's doctor, and I he would... can comfort Abby, and we can have that pairing back together. We could, but apparently she's going to be, you know, mud-wrestling Sharon over Scott because Which Scott and I Abby hate each cool. other, and you know what hate leads to on soaps only, not um, in real life, I don't think, but, you know. I really hope we don't result. have a Sharon-Abby-Scott love triangle, but it is looking like it's, it's going to go. common, I think. It is, and, I, and I'm like, boo hiss, boo hiss, boo hiss, boo hiss, because I do like Scott with Sharon. Um, I do, too. I love shop. That's what I just thought of it. Yeah, she has enough baggage to, to start a luggage shop, but that's okay. He seems not to mind. <laughs> he has an idea. He knows. But, you know, this is a guy who's been held captive and was going to die, so he's like, eh, this relationship's not as bad as that. Right. He's, you know, <laughs> the sex is good. It's cool. Well, you know. also I love that Sharon and Lauren's little feud is reigniting over this. You know, they didn't like each other when Sharon shoplifted and, yeah. Right. So I love that that yeah. little feud is happening again. Right, and his mom can say what she wants, but the sex is good, so he's like, eh, you know. <laughs> he's like, look, I was going without for too long. <laughs> yes, you don't understand what it's like being held captive. <laughs> this is so much better. <laughs> yeah, and and it is funny because, you know, she's still living at the ranch, and then he's right. like, his boss is up the road, he's shagging her. But Victor doesn't care. It's not like he was necessarily, you know, a big Dylan advocate or anything. And, hey, mm-hmm. Victor's been there, too. That's the piece of information I'm not sure that Scott knows. <laughs> you know, when Victor's like, I know what you yeah. mean. She's pretty hot in bed. <laughs> and Scott's like, what? You know. I know. So, well, guys, I mean, Victor has to want her sleeping. A... Okay. Um, time is running, and we have to say our goodbyes and to the fans and everybody. So um what Belinda, what is your message to the fans? Uh my message we I'll coalesce this really quickly. You and I were talking about this yesterday. Yes. Soap ratings are so critical across the board. If you are watching a soap on an illegal link, you are hurting your programs. DVR it, watch it within 24 hours to get counted as a view. Subscribe, pay your cable bill, or get it through an app. If you get CBS All Access or you know ABC Go, one of those that counts. You know, I see the the, the illegal links all over social media. You got to stop doing it if you want your programs to be on. Uh, check me out on Inquisitor, Belinda Gates Turner. You can also find my stuff on Muckrack.com under my journalism profile. Watch the soaps, watch them legally. <laughs> that's my message. <laughs> that, that stands. Casey? Um, I agree 100% of what Belinda just told you guys to do. Soaps are so critical right now, and I will tell you, it looks like we get one step closer every day to getting all my children one life to live back, but you have to watch yourself. Um, and just check me out on social media at Casey, uh, Casey Hutch 99 is my Twitter 
also follow my silk site at di soaps uh and yeah just keep watching the soaps you guys and yep. my message goes out to one of our our missing co-host miss miss elizabeth long she has been very busy and she has lost track but we hope to have her back soon um you can follow um uh, she is a day viewer uh, only i believe and you can see you can find her on twitter at miss ms elizabeth long and my and i echo what both of you say uh, can't it's the god honest truth please watch and if you're upset don't how about like i said tell in reverse instead of telling telling social media what you don't like try telling them what you do mm-hmm. there you go yep yep and maybe that'll get you maybe they and quite possibly they'll listen yeah mhm that's very good very good so i'll see you guys in second week of july on tuesday the 11th sounds good same time same time same bat channel same bat channel thank you belinda for joining us i'm i am thrilled thanks for having me it's it's great talking soaps is is great i can't talk to anybody in my house about it so this is awesome (laughs) (laughs) i hear you there (laughs) so good night everybody and we'll see you soon Good night. Happy soaping. Happy soaping. Good night. Good night. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.